are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone. You know what? I always feel very, I'm I'm, I'm very, and I mean this in a very serious way, I'm very fortunate to call John Schuster a close friend because, and now it does help that he and I live about two minutes away from each other. (laughs) And when I say about two minutes away, that's a slight exaggeration. It's It's about four. four Yes. Yes. I think the fastest I've ever actually uh, um, recorded going to your house. I think I got there in under four minutes. Yeah, I bet time. you did. Uh-huh. But that was that. But generally, it's about four to six minutes. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. but either way, as the kids would say, game recognize game. Yes. Uh, I, I oddly enough that you brought that up. I kind of wanted to bring some, something up similar to that as well. Let's do it. On yesterday's podcast, uh, we talked a little bit about your annoyance of people who name drop Mm -hmm. and name drop famous people Mm -hmm. okay intentionally do it all the time and it's this we're trying look how impressive i am because i know such and such you and i do this a little bit differently and and for folks who have listened out there you you've heard some of the names you know that they're in this little circle but you know respectfully none of them are famous Anthony Jamino isn't famous. Brad Alice isn't famous. Nate Rady isn't famous. Kevin Woodman isn't famous. Correct. You know, correct. Uh, Ben White isn't famous. Yes, you know, but they're guys we mentioned in this podcast because, well, we're giving them crap. And sure, it's an inside joke, but we also respect what it is they do. Correct. And we don't need to be in a position where we're dropping, well, you know, Tom, I was hanging out with Drew, and I was, you yeah, know, calling, you know, and I was, I was, you know, me and Spurrier and uh, Belichick and, and and Nick, Nikki. Yeah. I was out with Jimmy on his yeah. boat in Florida, yeah. and, you know, we were none, none, no, yeah, I didn't, yeah. no, none. D- Bill Belichick, aka mm-hmm. Double B to me, <laughs> Double B to you. Oh, and it, and it's always that situation where they have the nickname. Everybody worst. has the nickname, and, and that and that's when you know they're close. It's it's the worst thing, I, and I don't understand it. But I will say this: you never find somebody that is a middle middle tier name dropper. Mm-hmm. They either that's don't so drop true. names, or uh-huh. they drop names left Correct. and right. I think you it's and I a list or no list. You and I are fairly simple people, and I'm and I think I can speak for you as well. I have never been awed by celebrity whatsoever i'll give you an idea like if barry bonds was like a mile away from here Mm -hmm. right now barry bonds my favorite i'm not going to walk the mile to go see him like it's it's awesome i mean i i followed his career closely but i'm not because i'll get there and i'll be like cool i'm right next to him (laughs) okay yeah there's a photo yeah all right there we go and the whole Uh thing about taking pictures with people is totally foreign to me as well about the whole, you know, like here, well, watch here we go, this. selfie stick. Yeah, here I yeah, am. no, I mean, uh-huh. it's just, you know, yeah. but it's it, it's very annoying. So, 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 folks, I understand that there's a little bit of that going in. Not, it's just, it's just the way we are. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, and, and so when Mike, not to speak for you, because in this regard, I kind of agree with you as well. When we hear somebody dropping names, so you names, are going to speak for me. I am going to. I'm going to find with it. I if am you completely agree with me, going to speak it. with yes. you uh, for you. Yes, thank you. Uh, that's that. That's a reversal of roles yeah, sometimes. I was hey, say, right. you think for me, uh, I, speak I speak for you. It's yeah, perfect. Seriously, I mean, uh, you talk uh, about a perfect person. <laughs> really, it's it's pretty dangerous. Uh, but yeah, we there's an annoyance factor in the name dropper, and we like to have fun with our friends who we respect. The Correct. end. Yeah, nobody. And listen, I love 
Anthony Jamino. I'm going to be on a... Uh, I'm actually going to be uh, doing a post game with him tomorrow. But I don't know that I'm, I'm getting more... I don't, I don't know that I'm getting more anybody's looking at me any differently by when we talk about AG or when I talk about William Brad Alice. <laughs> I mean, these are Tucson, these are Tucson media sorts. These are not... Uh, and they happen to be good at what they do. And they're good at what they do. That, and that's yeah. the key. That's the key. That's they're it. good at what they do. They provide insight. They're good to listen to. They're, they, they bring information. Help, sometimes a hell of a lot more than you and I do. For sure. Especially I mean, when I'm look, talking. Well, right. And look at this. We're four and a half minutes it's in. Beautiful. And we've talked about how close we live, uh-huh. how annoyed we are by name droppers. And on top of that... Um, the, I like to think for you, and you like to speak for me. And we haven't talked a lick about Arizona football. Yeah, and the folks listening yeah. probably don't and, mind. And if you're that far into this at this point, let's be honest. I don't know that you're listening right now for the X's and O's. Uh, oh, but boy. you know what? I'll get into X's and O's. It's like when you and Kevin did the podcast. And, and you know, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. Kevin's, Kevin's into sports, but I think Kevin's interests lie his passions lie elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair to say. Sure. And I, I think that he would probably readily admit that. But it was funny when you guys did a podcast, you're 45 minutes in, he says, well, i got to go now. And then you said, well, do you want to talk about the Cardinals? He's like, oh, yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> Remember when we teased that at the top of the podcast? Yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe, we didn't yeah, get around right, to it. Whatever. No Chandler Jones is good. <laughs> and that was about it. Yes. It, was like, it was about 12 seconds of Cardinals football. Correct. At yes. the end. Let's, uh, but here... And I don't even. And in fairness, Kevin was right. Chandler Jones is good. He is good, and he's, and he summed that up in twelve seconds. By the way, anyway, go you, ahead. speaking of Chandler Jones, you hear about Bones Jones? Oh, I I was listening to a headline coming over, but I didn't hear what the story was. About. Oh well, you know you're familiar yes. with him. Yeah, uh-huh. total moron. Yeah. But uh, so he got arrested for DV, uh, a bunch of other stuff. So and he's currently in the process of trying to bulk up to two hundred and seventy pounds to fight. Two seven. Yeah, he's trying to put on like sixty pounds of muscle. Yeah, some people just have. Some people are always going to have issues. Yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, it is, and it's unfortunate. And he's probably the best UFC fighter ever. That's at his at his weight class. That's absolutely correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Which makes it even more frustrating. I got a question for you. Then you and I were talking about this. Why is this line only twenty eight and a half points against Oregon? This feels like a game that's going to be fifty six to three. You know what this feels like? On maybe a. I'm just going to say it. This feels to me a little bit like when LSU was playing Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like right. It seemed like they played six straight years back in the yes. early 2000s, but yes. I think it was only twice. I think Arizona fans feel like it was six straight years, yeah, too. Yeah, I still feel bad for Willie Dewey Tom. <laughs> I know. But these are the games. I look at it, I'm like, all right, that's easy money. But generally, when something's easy money, you're probably going to get cooked. Mm-hmm. And watch this game turns out to be like 28 21 or something yeah do you feel like we are lobster or, or frogs in the frying pan right now yeah i think yeah. it's very and good. like all of a sudden you know huh, it's really hot uh, oh i guess that's that yes but it's the it really is the, but some of the the other side of that is that sometimes maybe we outthink ourselves mm-hmm. i mean for instance oregon's in a no, we, we get that oregon's better we get that it's on the road we get that Arizona struggles offensively, and that and that Oregon is the best team that they've played, San Diego State, who's very good notwithstanding. And but but the aspect of this that comes to mind to me too is that it feels to me after the Ohio State win that Oregon has to win, and has to win significantly, and has to look good doing it, which doesn't benefit Arizona and of anything because I get the you know, the issue where 
you get a big lead in the first half, you call off the dogs, you win fairly handily, everybody just goes home, nobody gets hurt. Mm. You know, and that and that could very well be one of those games. Could be the Oregon leads 28 to 3 at the half, brings in second stringers, runs the football, all of those things are possible, and then maybe they do or don't cover because it's relatively close in that regard. Or it may be that even though this allegedly isn't as big a deal as it used to be, that Oregon, for style points, has to pile on. All right. It's also a 7-30 game where not a lot of people maybe are watching. So if you come out of this game with a 28-17 final or something like that, even if it was Oregon controlling the whole way... Don't you get the feeling that the U of A is going to need sweat block in this game? Oh, without a doubt. And not just because it's humid up in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. That, that, that. There's going to be a lot of anxiety, and you need to control anxiety. And you need to control anxiety, and what better way with sweat block? And you know what? What better way than also downing it with a built bar? Without a doubt, absolutely. That is one hell of a combo. That's a great combo. So let me. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I got a, I got a question for you. Okay. Thanks for keeping a locked on Wildcats. All right, Schuster. I kind of, and I wonder, I don't know what kind of coach Mario Cristobal is yet, besides having a great name. Mm-hmm. Mario Cristobal yeah. is seriously something out of a comic book. Uh-huh. You're a, are you a Marvel guy? You strike me as a Marvel guy. Not particularly. Okay, good. but I yeah. think it's weird. I think, yeah, but either way. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, I understand what you mean. Yes. He's either, he's either a, a Marvel villain or he's a cartel leader. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mario, uh, Mario Cristobal. Uh. <laughs> All right. That was a hell of an impression, yes, right oh, there. Yes, I'm very good. Good father, good father. You are the uh, you you are the rich little of this podcast. I know. I, I know. I really wow. That's a great. That, all right, I'll take it. All right, but here's every my, one of your Mario Cristobal impressions sounds like Richard Nixon. It does a little bit. <laughs> the only thing you're missing right now is my Sayonara signs. Oh man. You know, if he can coach, though, mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if we're looking at the the first real Pac-12 empire that's about to start since Carol left. Yeah, and I, here's why. Okay. Because you've had really good teams in between, Carol, but there's always something missing. Nobody from Alabama was ever scared of Stanford. Nobody from Alabama was ever scared. Not scared is not the right word, but whatever. We feel very comfortable mm-hmm. about our chances going in there because we have better players than you. Maybe not on the lines, but you know what? Our guys on the wide receiver and cornerback position are faster than yours. And you know what? We'll, we'll take our chances there. Washington kind of the same way. Washington very good for a little while under Peterson, but still more of a big physical, not necessarily totally dynamic. Oregon looks like, with the way that he's recruited, like they've got players across the board. And I, th- and I think that he's also – do you know who Kayvon Thibodeau is? Mm-hmm. All right. He, this is a kid that grew up a mile and a half from the Coliseum. He should be at USC. Right. Those are the kids that should be at USC. He's getting those kids now. And so if he can coach, and I'm curious to see what he... Now, listen, anybody's going to look big league against Arizona. That's, you know, that's... I'm curious just to see what they look like, though, just watching them. I watched a little bit of the Ohio State game, and what was interesting about the Ohio State game is that it looked like they had better players than Ohio State, which is, at least for me, that's something right there. I'm curious, and and again, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to look more impressive than Arizona. Um, but I do kind of wonder if this is maybe the this the budding of an empire right here, at least for a little while. What year is he in? Four. Four? Mm-hmm. To me, and, and for those who have listened to this podcast with some regularity, that number seems to come up with some frequency, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Right. Uh, 
Chip Kelly in year four seems mm-hmm. to have UCLA moving in the right direction. They appear to have taken the leap, at least from a talent standpoint. Right. ASU under Herm Edwards in year four appears to have taken the leap, at least from a talent standpoint. Mm-hmm. Oregon in year four has gone from an eight, nine, ten win program mm-hmm. to now being a serious, in a serious discussion as the Pac-12 representative uh, in the uh, in the group of four that plays in the title game, mm-hmm. uh, and. And so sometimes you need a little bit of patience. But if you feel like things are moving in the right direction and you're confident with the decision in front of you, then, you know, you see what happens. And I I feel like you. I feel like Cristobal took a lot of heat early Mm -hmm. uh, for Oregon underachieving in a way that every Arizona fan should, you know, envy. And uh, now has a hell of a lot of talent. And you may be right. You're uh, you may not be a Marvel guy, but you might like Star Wars to some degree. You know and maybe is Oregon is about to be the Empire. He also looks like when you just look at him, he looks like he, like Pete Carroll had a presence on mm-hmm. the sideline. Cristobal is a guy that kind of sticks out. David Shaw doesn't really. I don't, this doesn't really mean anything big picture. David Shaw doesn't really stand out on the sideline. Uh, Chris Peterson kind of the same way. This dude looks a little bit different. And again, I don't, I still don't know. And take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you know, know, it's my... You're either a good coach or you're not. Correct, and, yes. But, but it's one of those things that seems to benefit him. It benefited Carroll. And, uh, you know, there, there, there are plenty of charlatan coaches out there who look good on the sidelines and can't get it done either. Right. Yeah, you're, you're, just like anything. Your guy Lane Kiffin. That, that's a hell of an example right there. By the way, you were probably one of the two or three people, only two or three people I know that never bought into Lane Kiffin. And really? I want to give you credit for that. Really? No, everybody bought it. I never really bought him to it either so as a yeah. way to also compliment myself well done uh-huh. yes i'll speak for you in complimenting yeah, no, lane kiffin yeah, while you can I'll think, think for me you. yes but you know like and again we're getting off topic here but it's arizona they're playing oregon they're gonna get destroyed there's your uh, there's your storyline right there but the thing that was interesting to me about lane kiffin is everyone's saying well he's a great recruiter it's good looking his dad's monty kiffin mm-hmm. like all of this stuff but when you watch him his team sucked yes period period yeah he can't he, he he, he wasn't a head coach. How many how, how many different stops do you get before you finally learn how to if, be a head coach? If, if you're kind of a bum at Enneagram, he was only there one year, but it's not my fault he was only there one year. But if you're if Tennessee is basically mm-hmm. giving you the middle finger, if USC has to fire you on the tarmac and you have to get back into it by going to Florida Atlantic or whatever, now you're an old miss. I just never I don't know. I don't know why we've been all over the board here. But, but why know, not? It's Friday night. Friday, you know, you, you might night. listen this Friday night or sometime over the weekend. And P.O.B. giving you a shout out there. Appreciate you listening to everyone. And He's not famous giving... either, but uh, we do enjoy yeah. his uh, contributions. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think there's a... Do you think there's a media person in this city that is not aware of NPOB? Oh, uh, in sports media, probably not. Uh-huh. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that I, yeah. I, I would be and, surprised. And for those out there who aren't in the sports media, who are confused about NPOB. Explain briefly. That's a, you that's knew a about Twitter handle. Well before I was around. And the Twitter handle is now 10 years outdated. Right. It goes all the way back to one of the local radio stations in town, 1290, which has the University of Arizona mm-hmm. contract. Uh, at the time, 1290 was a network affiliate for, I believe it was the Fox Sports Network. Mm-hmm. And Pat O'Brien was one of the shows that they aired. O'Brien teamed up with a couple other guys. Uh, And I can't remember where it was in the lineup, maybe early afternoon. Uh, But as a joke, because O'Brien was historically just kind of a jerk, uh, this guy, who we don't know who he is, uh, 
created a moniker of NPOB, which is not Pat O'Brien. Right. He has kept that moniker, right. even though the joke is now long since obsolete. Mm -hmm. And it's been obsolete for a decade, but he's been keeping the joke. He's a regular on Twitter and uh, certainly likes to troll a little bit and and and, and prod some good-natured fun. Mm -hmm. So if you he's, can, so 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 if you know what you're getting into, you, you can kind of have fun with it. Is NPOB a guy that's been in the media? Has he worked actively? Has he ever actively worked in the media? No. If you're asking me for my general opinion on well, that, the answer I is am. absolutely yes. Yeah. I believe. I believe so. Right. I, I believe this is a person who has a media background. Right. May or may not be in the industry now, but has a media background. Right. I would I would agree with that. So there's your we're 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 on. We're we on. really are. We are doing some serious we're, name dropping on this episode. Work right here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Schuster, let's mm -hmm. see. We're, yeah. All right. Just give me your uh, give me your brief rundown right here. And if you were going to if you were going to go on Prize Picks mm -hmm. and pick uh, what do you got here? You got you got the you got the over or what? What do you think about the over sixty? I'd go under. Right. And and a lot of times you know when there are routes, and I've noticed a lot of these lines are kind of this way, where you have one team that's a 35-point favorite, but the over-under is 53. Mm -hmm. So you right. think that there's going to be real trouble with the other team, with the lesser team scoring points. Right. That's Arizona's problem. Right. Arizona can't score. Arizona has struggled scoring. Arizona's ability to be consistent on that side of the ball is probably going to be their problem. Right. Uh, on the other end, obviously, Oregon has better talent. Uh, but we'll see if Arizona, and I've mentioned this over and over and over and over again, can force turnovers and maybe keep this thing interesting mm -hmm. as a result of this, perhaps a little bit longer than the talent would suggest. Right. Beyond that, it's simple stuff. Arizona is starting from a foundation. They are this when you're at rock bottom, at least you know where it is. Right. So what do you do to try to improve? Mm -hmm. Psychologically, you gotta keep the team together. Right. Secondly, you gotta do basic, boring fundamentals and don't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Even if there's a lot of three and outs, at least run the play right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's stupid, it's simple, but that's where they are right now. Right. They're in a position where Arizona has to run the play right and then run the play right again, and then run the play right again, even if the play gains two yards every time. Right. Just as long as you're doing, it's basically a practice situation in an official game. Right. Defense is the same way. Be in the right spot and tackle. Right. Try to stop extra yardage when you make first contact. Don't turn the ball over offensively. Try to force turnovers on defense. Just little stuff. It's boring. And I know it's not exciting, it's not flashy, but right now that's what you are. And and in the process, I know it'll be interesting. Hey, Fish can throw whatever quarterback he wants out there, and let's see what happens. You know, this is trial by fire right now. And and depending on who he goes with, we'll see who it is. And hopefully, if that person doesn't perform, go with somebody else. And if that person doesn't perform, then go with somebody else. Oh, all right, so I'm going to go with... Uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with 42-14. Okay. So, oh wow. So you take. You think Arizona's gonna cover? Right. That's a 28 and a half point spread right there. Right. And so you think Arizona's gonna win that bet, which is different than I think you said on yesterday's podcast. Right. I think you had the number a little bit more. I think Oregon's gonna cover. Mm -hmm. I think. I think you know. And I understand the. I completely understand the concerns. Right. Uh, but I. I think. 
Yeah, I think you're going to get into a 40, maybe, maybe, and I don't even remember the score that I said right. yesterday, but I think I think 48-10 may be somewhere fairly plausible. And and it's one of those things, we'll, we'll see how it is early, early on, how well can Arizona handle itself in the early stages. And, uh, you know, we'll see if this is the beginning I, of I just building of it, blocks. I just thought of another podcast idea, but you're listening, you've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.